Hello and welcome. This is the Bits vs. Byte podcast. I'm your host, Amar Grigic, and today with me is uh, Ingrid van Rossum. She is uh, she works at Fuenta, so uh, we're gonna talk all about what she does and uh, where what she's uh, what she's up to. So, uh, Ingrid, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. No problem at all. Uh, could you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, and your background? Yes, yes, fine. I'm I'm 60 years old. I'm a mother of three kids, and they all have a, a great uh, job. So I'm I'm a free woman again <laughs> at home. <laughs> and my background is I worked for uh, 15. Yeah, uh, studied linguistics, but always curious about people and how they grow and how they uh, how they develop. Then had about 20 years in corporate life, both with uh, KLM and Adobe Systems for about. Uh, 15 years in total and there I was always responsible for doing this development and bringing innovation and bringing teams uh, up to speed so once I got in that uh, in that arena I thought oh this is great building great teams both in corporates and later on as a consultant and the last 10 years as being an entrepreneur and I'm fascinated by how people work grow um, and can develop and grow in a well, in a in a healthy way, healthy meaning for their mental and and physical being, and that's I think what I've uh, worked at and um, and set up some companies uh, and schools um, building on that. Yeah, so so that's what I'm fascination is. Yeah, what what are you uh, what are you mostly up to today? So, what are some of the things that you really uh, really put your time in right now? Yes. Currently, I put my time in, in uh, four things. I, I did set up schools. One is, I, it's called I Am College, which is a uh, Finnish and Swedish concept for, this is an MBO level. We also have an HBO school in which, in where people grow both as a person and with their skills. And it's completely turnaround of the school system. So you work in projects and you don't have uh, exams and so on. And uh, the HBO version is now for 10 years, there for 10 years. And uh, the MBO version, I am college, is there for four years. So that's what I set up mainly the last couple of years. And currently we're working on a concept which is called building great places to grow. And to grow is not uh, only meant of them, not only in finance, but also mentally. So the schools are part of that. And uh, now we're building uh, programs, minors, and uh, for sco- also for schools and education, but also within companies. Mm-hmm. So that's the next setup. Yeah. So uh, to to get back to that, uh, I am college because I think that's pretty fascinating to go into a little bit. Uh, so the what was the idea behind that? Because uh, you are, you obviously already have like these schools that go in particular directions for IT or for for whatever. Uh, what was kind of uh, what was kind of the idea behind uh, starting it differently than it is uh, right now? Yes, it's it's building action. It's building on action-based learning, and it's uh, in projects. And you work both as an individual, so you're working as an individual with your growth perspective, and mm-hmm. in teams. And it's mainly building on uh, how to build, how to learn, how to get better than only building content. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's I think what the the key is, and it's completely different. So you don't have 
traditional teachers. You have business coaches who really follow you as a person in how you develop and grow. And some of the levels you do at MBO level, some of the where you're big and where you're better at, you do at HBO level or whatever. And it's all in practice. So it's action-based learning and it's building in practice and it's not on exams and so on. Yeah. And you, you work on your own and in teams. So it's not a school system. You're in an office and you get the key of the, of the office. So it's yours. So it's very important to build what we call a safe home, a safe place for everybody so that they can learn and fail uh, and be wrong and and make mistakes <laughs> and learn from that. So that's the key thing. Yeah. So one thing I've noticed, um, but it's just a personal kind of thing. I did MBO in the Netherlands as well. Uh, and when I look at how uh, that school system was set up, uh, I, I kind of felt like, and I was doing an IT uh, IT direction at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what I felt was like, um, I was getting like, you had like these kind of certificates you needed to pass and you just needed to yep. learn this particular kind of curriculum and uh, then uh, you get the diploma and then you go out to work and then what you see is that it doesn't it, it doesn't fit what you're going to do in the kind of real world at all it, it, it didn't right. fit at all because then for for example uh, you needed to start working in a team as you said or you need to start working on projects get them from start to finish uh, not give up uh, try to evolve yourself that's also what i meant, what i noticed was when i was doing my like internship at the in the final year was like i'm learning much more in just doing this internship than i'm doing sitting in school right sitting in the in the school benches and just learning this curriculum that you're giving me um, and i think it's mainly the 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 soft skills that uh, are sometimes forgotten do you think about that yeah, that's, that's I, I think you you it's the key thing. So building building uh, to 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 be good at something, it's it's having knowledge, which is one. And of course, you need knowledge, but the key thing is to build interactions, to understand how interactions work within people, within yourself, but also within teams, and also on projects. So it's it's letting it's it's working on the dynamics, and then okay, this is how you succeed, and this is uh, do it again, try it again. And that's what you learn so throughout the four years. So you immediately start with your own company, work with real clients, build real projects. Uh, so it's reality, but it's in a safe space. Huh? So the, the, the school is the safe space. And uh, yeah, I think it's one third is knowledge, one third is uh, uh, dynamics, and the other third is really understanding what it is to learn. Huh? So it's a lot of philosophy. Mm-hmm. So learning is not only... Uh, building knowledge but it's how to get better in things and how to improve Uh, so oh i did this let's try it again let's try it again so experimenting and building experiments and and then you fail but you learn and then you have the reflection so that's i think the other third yeah yeah so what i was wondering about uh while you were talking about that is how uh, how do you get like teachers involved in this or at least you you mentioned that they are more coaches than they are really teachers in that sense but uh, how do you how do you select those because i can imagine that's different than uh than just learn just learning someone a particular hard skill or something like that how how do you how did you that uh, do that yeah, for for the coaches and and the trainers, it's uh, it's they have to follow sort of the same learning pattern. So mm. it's not about getting knowledge, but also how to how to make somebody else better. What can I do to coach them or 
or push them or support them or whatever I can do to make that other person better. Uh, so also there, it's about 50% is relational skills, understanding team dynamics, understanding what it is to be under pressure and building a project. So it's those dynamics. And you, in business, I will always call it, you have business dynamics, you have social dynamics and human dynamics. Uh, and business dynamics in schools, it's mainly uh, getting knowledge in. But the social dynamics is how to perform in a group, how to how to work under pressure. And then you have the human dynamics. And so failing and successful. So I think it's, it's all the three layers uh, that you really have to work on. And for standard teachers, they are, they are, most of them are teached either in, I call it business or content. Huh? And then a partly what they get is a little bit social skills, uh, but really understanding what it is, the human skills. So we train them as well. So they are also learning every week. So also they are in a, a coaching group and there are coaches for them as well. Uh, so also for the, for the coaches and the, and we have a lot of entrepreneurs who bring in skills. So the skill side or the content side mostly is, com mostly is coming from experts and, and uh, entrepreneurs. And uh, the real uh, guidance and is from, from the coaches on social skills and on uh, human skills. Yeah. So, and, and I, no I noticed that uh, myself as well, where um, I was learning a lot from the people that were already doing the job, right? You're, you're getting right. in the, yeah. in the, in the internship and uh, you see these people that already are at the level that you want to maybe get to. Uh, mm -hmm. You kind of, you kind of pull up yourself uh, next to them, right? You, you want to get to their, to their level. Um, and what I also noticed is that nobody, learn i think nobody learns the same way right everybody has their nope. own kind of way they want their to own, right right and is that also something that you cater to because i feel like a lot right. of uh, schools are yeah. really uh, focused on the group thing right they're like we we have this class of 30 people and we're going to do it all the same way right all the which is not the case so here you really yeah. have your in individual path uh, and some learn more by reading or doing things twice and some learn more about uh, when listening or looking at YouTube films or looking at role models or looking at that. So we have, and that's, that's partly it's, it's in your brain as well, but it's also your, your learning preference. Uh, yeah. Although sometimes uh, it's also good to challenge them a little bit in doing other things. Eh? So it's not, so it's, it's feeling at home, but also challenge them a little bit else you think, yeah, but I can't learn by reading. Well, then, you co-read or you they can listening book or whatever so we try to offer uh, all different ways of learning but you, you do have your personal preference which is yeah. perfectly right but it's also good that you really understand in order to create things or build things or get things done you need other people as well so uh, it's individual uh, process and it's a team process yeah, and what what I've noticed is, for example, for myself, I, I I learn by doing, just by going through the motions and seeing like, okay, this is how this particular thing works. Uh, if you're working with a particular piece of software, uh, I'm just going to yeah. try it out and see. And there are other people that are going to read all the documentation there is and right. then start yeah. uh, trying it. Yeah. And 
I, I feel like there's no good way uh, to do it. There's just the way that you are used to and you want to you want to develop right. in that sense. Yeah. Um, and we first one... always follow the the preference of the person of, yeah. the, of the of the uh, the student, mm -hmm. uh, and then also see well if you also maybe you look at this content or you look at that content, then you get better at getting better. Uh, so mm -hmm. you also offer not only yeah, but I'm not good at reading, so I don't read. Well, that's also something else. So you can also read in a different way. And so we stimulate it. Uh, we do stimulate it. But you are correct. It's all about getting experiences, getting things done. Try it out and then feel and sense, hey, this is where my block is. Or this is where I'm immune. Or this is where I stock. This is where I need help. And we definitely trust uh, the person that they are very able uh, to communicate what they really need. So, mm -hmm. uh, and that's what we trained at. Look at them, look twice, look three times, four times. Okay, now we understand how he's or she is is getting things done and then we can support that and improve that. And then what our goal is to not make it always happy accidents, but then learn by design. Uh, so then yeah. you can design your learning path, learning path. Yeah, how, how big are the groups? Because I can imagine that that also has an effect on how uh, how individualistic you can make this uh, this thing. So how big are these groups? Yeah. You you have your individual coach and then you work mainly in teams of 12 maximum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you do a lot of projects with four or five and sometimes you do there is a project of 6 weeks where all the teams are involved. And so then you mm. you're, you're in smaller teams. Uh, but the year groups, uh, so the whole year, it's maximum 60. So it's yeah. uh, fi five teams of 12. Um, yeah. But the maximum yeah. year group is 60. Since we don't have, it's real about personal attention and having the good coaches. And it's not numbers. Huh? It's not, yeah. you're not a number, it's you're a person. And we don't have, so we're building it. But we also think that the total school is uh, when it's four years in the, in total, it's maximum 240. Why? Then you still know everybody and you know where to ask questions as you're also learning from other years. And it's still very, very, uh, so it's big enough to, to be individual, but it's also small enough to, so that you really know people. Yeah. So, uh, so how how have been how have the kind of results been? So I can imagine you already had maybe people that went through the whole uh, through the whole process, right? Uh, do they uh, get a job easier, or do you feel like they uh, can adapt e more easy to kind of the business life and the, uh, starting a job? How has that been? Yeah, for for the MVO, we don't have the results yet. So this is the okay. fourth year, but we have. We did a, a, a sort of beta group, <laughs> a test group, a lab group. Uh, and we have about, uh, it's on HBO level, which is the same system. We have hundreds of people now. Uh, and we also do it in Romania and Peru and so on. And, and they are very welcome as a uh, uh, worker. And so the companies, they really like them because they immediately can adapt in a team. They can work with the dynamics and then the content will be there. So the content mo most of the time is not the problem at all because you, you have specific content which you then use in that companies. But So they are very, very welcome. So all of them get jobs easily, immediately, also now. But 50% out of them starts either alone or with a small group, a new business. Mm -hmm. So they 
50% really becoming an entrepreneur on their own or in groups, mainly in, in smaller groups. Um, and uh, it's funny because the, the, old, the oldest students now are, are uh, they, they had their exams about 10 years ago. And they hire themselves a lot of people from AIM College and Team Academy because they know that immediately they have people who really understand what it is to, to start in a team. So it's really working out. So they're all getting jobs easily. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, that touches on a point, and you mentioned it a little bit before as well, is uh, the, these settings that we create in uh, current schools, I feel like are very artificial. They're very, uh, they're very like, okay, we're going to do this project. This is an artificial project. You're not doing it for a real client. You're not working for someone else. Uh, but you you need to deliver this p particular project and then someone is going to rate it like uh, a teacher is going to say okay I think you did a great job these are some of the things that you would have to look for and that's it right and then uh, they go out in the real world and uh, it, it, that dynamic is not the same between a teacher and uh, uh, and someone that's in no. a class right and and yeah. in in terms of when I talk to a client, it's a totally different dynamic. It's not the same yeah. as when you talk to a teacher. When you talk to a teacher, right, you can pretty much you can you can make some faults, right? You can make some yeah. some mistakes, and with a client that that can be killing in the long run, right? Um, yeah. So, so that do, do you feel like that's, so they that's they the, work immediately the as yeah. of as of the first uh, project they start working yeah. with real clients. Uh, and then, of course, we guide we guide them in that, and they can't do big projects with that, where where they don't have any knowledge. So you really have to target it. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's it's so funny because around them it's a whole community, not of the students, but also the parents of the students, and they know other people, uh, and they give a lot of uh, uh, they like it that that students come there who really want to to make it real. Uh, so it's real. Mm -hmm. It's a different dynamic being a real customer. And, and getting and also pay for it or not huh? so uh, mm. not only oh you did well this is a nice uh, uh, this is a nice internship yeah internship yeah. so you're fun but no no you really have to 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 work and and uh, create results and get feedback both on content and also how you interact so uh, yeah yeah and that's that's it, I think that's such a good dynamic because it's real and you always feel, it also feel it's real. And they make a lot of mistakes because sometimes they start in and they think, oh, we are good students, we can do this all. And then they, well, they really got no for an answer or whatever. Eh? But um, mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. So okay, real well, clients, real, real situations. Yeah, and that and that that makes it that that makes all the difference. I can imagine. Right. Uh, for for. And for if you don't do that decisions. only one time or one time an internship, but through four years, eh? so it's smaller projects, it's bigger projects, it's projects that you have to start on your own. You have to do do good things and get people. Uh, so you have to yeah, you get challenges around all types of projects and learning. Yeah. So. You have yeah, yeah you work a lot with uh, outside real customers and um, real possible uh, donors or whatever. So yeah, you so, you do uh, it you do it a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. So what I wanted to get into also a little bit you mentioned it in the beginning as well is the great place to grow, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Could you could you explain uh, just a little bit more about what that is and what you want to achieve with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't. Uh, so, if if you look at companies, so this those are mainly uh, programs for companies, smaller and bigger companies. 
a lot of companies, current companies, mainly are focused on uh, creating well, money, KPIs, products, uh, numbers. And what this is from uh, Harvard University that they say, well, if you really want a healthy company, you have to be really good to your people. So you really have to work on the human dynamics, create that for them challenging environments and create grooves and create patterns that they can develop themselves. And then you definitely have uh, a better company. So their focus is, and they, they, they looked at a lot of companies, if you really get growth or development in the core of what you want to do, both as a company and for the people, and it can be done. So it's not only well, only, uh, but it's also well-being of the people and yeah. the well-being of your environment. So you work really on the three levels. Uh, again, they're human, social, business. Uh, and they developed that. And what they said, it's a great place to grow. It is always, it, and it's for everybody. So it's including every person that's working in your company, not only the top, not only leadership for the top. No, you built that company and that culture with all of you. So they call it everybody's culture. And, and they said, you, you do work on your developmental muscle, train your developmental muscle, train your brain, train your senses, intuition, and train your developmental muscle because you can learn, learn, learn. And I did a lot of study also because normally everybody says, yeah, you learn until you're 25 or whatever, 30, and then you are what you are. And, and they prove that that's wrong. They prove mm. that everybody is willing to improve and to learn and to play um, until they're 60, 70, 60. So there's a very, very good leadership model behind it, uh, and which they also have a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, numbers on and, and experiences and uh, data on. That is both a leadership convictions, like, okay, trust the people, trust them, give them, enable them so they can develop both the products and the, the, the culture and then they perform better and then also the company perform better so don't make it only a great place to work and so have nice chairs and nice computers and so on but really go to the to the soul of the people let them feel that they are included in the company they're included in the team and don't make it a gimmick huh? uh, don't don't uh, do greenwashing but really look at the well-being of people and i truly believe that and we now have uh, agreements with them that we are going to build organisms or smaller organizations are following us like okay what is it if you really put development in the core of your uh, in the core of your intention so developing good relationships with your customers, relationships with your people, and really give them the freedom and build with them and build with their knowledge. But it's it's a it's a completely different mindset that you are as an, as a leader or as a company, you're enabling people to grow. So you really turn it around. You're not there to build a company. The company is there to build the people. Uh, mm. to grow the people and if you grow the people so it's a different purpose of being a company yeah. uh, and if you are good for your people they will they will do good for your company and if they're not there to they're on their track or on your track then you say goodbye to them in a in a nice way 
Yeah, yeah, and so what I I have a few questions about that. Uh, One thing that I've noticed uh, a lot in companies is you have this whole cycle, right? You have this cycle of uh, people having a kind of judgment kind of uh, thing, like at the beginning of the year, uh, they're they're looking at how did you do last year, right? How was your kind of development and stuff like that? And we're going to look at, okay, in the next conversation, we're going to look at, okay, what are some of the things you can improve and how can we improve them? Uh, and then after that, for a whole year, you don't hear anybody anymore, right? It's just, yeah. it, it, it just, it, it kind of stays up in the air and it's up to you to kind of do something with it, right? And uh, I, I feel like th- those are things that companies should improve is uh, really look at, okay, you know this individual, especially if they're working for you a f- few years, you know what their kind of weak spots are. You can, uh, you can of course, uh, it, it's hard because the, the, the people themselves, they, they need to say what they want to do, right? They, they need to say what they want to develop and what, where they want to grow. Uh, but you, you, you often see is that uh, companies are really, they want to support someone in most cases. They want to support someone to grow, but they're like, okay, that's your kind of responsibility and that's it. Instead of looking at like yeah, it's a dual it's a dual responsibility. That's what we yeah. believe in. Eh? So yeah. you're equal in that, and it's a dual responsibility. And not only that, here here is a which is already nice. Eh? Here is a budget for your growth, and then find it exactly. find it out. No, we we want to let them grow in the projects, in their work, building eh, with your team. Uh, new new grooves, but also new patterns and new ways to improve. So the key thing is is not on the outside, but bring it in your company uh, and mm. on the work floor and in the work floor. And then you can you have constantly every two weeks, like in, in in design sprints, you have every two weeks that you look at people. Hey, this this is what went well, and this is what went wrong. Not once a year performance, and then it's also immediately yeah. having a relationship with your payment structure. Uh, uh, and then, uh, and then always the bosses say, "Yeah, you did things well, but still you have to improve." What the fuck, right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's that's that has to be turned around, and it is turning around in a lot of companies. And then the people or team are really well prepared and are well uh, fit and qualified to say, "Hey, this is what I need as a person to perform better," or "This is what we need as a team to perform better." As they really know it, so take them seriously. Uh, and then you don't have that. Uh, so the, the the leaders of the future, which is I think a challenge for a lot, a lot of leaders or, or managers, uh, it's you really have to enable the people to to get the best out of it. You can't manage them anymore. Like, hey, this is what you have to do today. No. Uh, and if you did well, it's nice. But if you didn't, you get the stick. And so it's also not not anymore viable how you raise children. Look at them and see how you enable them to do, to develop. But it's a different style of, of manager, so you don't have that control anymore. And a lot of people are very afraid of being out of control. And you really have to trust the people. And we think, and, we, and not, not only but with Harvard, we can prove that companies who really trust the people, and always there are people who are not fit for the job or whatever, but it's only such a small percentage. Uh, main, the, most of the people are really they are there to give meaning and to improve both themselves and the company because that's what people like people like to support people like to help people like to develop people, that's that's part of your dna 
so let's build on that and change it. But that's a challenging yeah. thing. But but we think it can be, can be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think, as you said, the, the kind of servant leadership, as I sometimes call it, like uh, not being. I mean, as a leader, not being in control. Um, I mean, what does that even mean, right? Does it even does it mean like okay, you're not in control over what what the outcome is? I mean, you think I think you are, right? I think in most cases you, you of course will be in control for the yeah, outcome, it's, but yeah, it's it's just that yeah, you don't need to push on good. it that much. No, it's 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 much more important for the leaders to stand. This is our vision. Those exactly. are the the goals we think we should meet. Those are the challenges we are facing, and we need you to get them done with us. Uh, yeah. So be clear in your uh, in your goals. Most of them are not like, the, but you know what the 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 goals are. People don't know. It's either too high level or whatever. But if as a leader you have vision, you bring in the goals, and then enable them to to get that uh, to reach those goals. Huh? Uh, mm. And and don't see only see people really as assets instead of uh, of hands uh, doing their work for you. So it's yeah. a different it's a different way of looking at people. And yeah. some bigger companies are now doing that. And in the Netherlands, DSM is doing that uh, in, in in big big big. Uh, Ideas, and then you see that they really can turn around from being a traditional control company, and there are still control mechanisms, and there are new governments, of course, uh, mm. and there are teams with leaders. Of course, you need that, and you need direction, and you need uh, 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 transparency in where you are. But don't make unrealistic goals or unrealistic targets because people are not motivated by doing that. You are motivated and saying, hey, with a little bit better, we can do that. We can achieve that. And I can achieve it. And I can yeah. do better. And I can contribute. And that's, uh, I think, a key thing in the future. It's challenging, but it can be done. Yeah. and uh, So it's, it's partly, the, partly the same as what we did with Team Academy as a school system. Eh? So turn it mm. around. Let the student really trust the student and see how they learn. And sometimes they have a dip for a year or whatever, or a couple of months. But still, try try it out. Keep them, keep them, give give them attention, and and yep. and look at where the, where's the block or where's the the the, the reason why they don't. Uh, uh, perform and then try out other ways. Huh? Don't push only then uh, another uh, hour of French teaching. No, do it differently. Let them view them, whatever. Huh? So be creative, and yeah. uh, so that can be done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel I feel that's that's absolutely right. I mean, when I look at some of the things that I've done in the past, uh, for example, if we're we're starting a project, for example, with a team or or whatever. Uh, what I'll usually say is like, okay, these are kind of the things that we want to achieve, right? These are the things that we right. want to build. Like we want to build yeah. a particular application has this kind of, yeah. this kind of features. Uh, and then we start working and we start working on one particular feature, let's say just one thing. Uh, then I would usually say to the team that is building it, like, okay, what's kind of, what what could be uh, in how much time could we get this done right is it is this something right. that we can can get done like at the end of next month okay then yeah. we'll set so use like their a, expertise yeah 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 let's 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 uh, let's say okay th this is the kind of 
quote-unquote deadline because I, I don't believe in in hard deadlines as in you have to always get to that to, to that deadline but uh, if you commit to it if you say like okay this is what we want to do and end of next month it's going to be done right uh, then I expect it to be done but on the other hand if it's not done for, for whatever reason something can get in the way or something can can happen uh that that's it right then you you move on you try to uh, to get as close to the kind of end goal as possible um, right so th- those are some of the things that i've noticed and then and then, really then look serious and but also create a climate that the yeah. people are are really willing even to share hey I, I this is what i said but i this is what i encounter and we really have to reset so if yeah. that's the culture uh, that you're really like, okay, this is, I, I thought it was this, but I, this is what I experienced. What can we do to improve it? Then the mm. whole team will do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it just, it, it doesn't have to be a judgment on someone else's no. part, right? That's, that's the no. key thing here. Uh, if you say like, okay, uh, I see that this is happening. Uh, I, f- I have a feeling that we might not get to the goal that we, we we've set. Uh, uh, can we look at that? Then, then a team will do that, right? There is no, of course, if no you take them seriously, yeah. take them seriously, and and sometimes yeah. in their in their knowledge, sometimes in their specific uh, uh, competencies, sometimes in the way that they ask questions, sometimes whatever, take them seriously. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, and then if you do, if you do that. Then, then everybody wants to perform and wants to uh, be part of it. Everybody yeah? wants to be part of the success, but also they feel that it's good to be part sometimes of a failure. If you're going to say, "Okay, this is what went wrong. What can we do?" Yeah, yeah, and and celebrate your success. I mean, that's that's one Definitely. thing. Definitely, we we sometimes forget. <laughs> like we get, we hit that goal and we're like, "Okay, yeah, that's it," and then nothing happens, right? If you if you celebrate that success, you will also see. Yeah, that, that's that's that, not stimulating. No. Yeah, yeah. If you if you don't do it, you you, you will see that. Um, so uh, how how do you how do you know if a company is a great place to grow? Is that some kind of criteria to get to that, or how does that work? Yeah, we call it. Uh, we look at it, at it like it's mainly a cultural thing, which is fun. Eh? So it's it's part of if you look at the company and. We, there's even a, uh, even a measurement on it, which is called the growth culture indicator. Uh, and with a lot of companies, we understand like that the key thing is there a safe place for people to be honest about what they want to achieve and not. So that's called home. Then uh, one other key element of a great place to grow is that you're edgy, that you always look at challenges. What can we do next? And, and challenge people, but also the whole company. And then the, the, the third part is building new groups. Look at all the rituals, which you say, like celebrate, or if there's something went wrong, even celebrate that, because by doing that wrong, we now know that we can do it better. Uh, so uh, stimulate that as well. So that's what we call the groups, build new rituals uh, in both language and so on. So those three elements together, if it's only too homey, like it's nice, then you don't have enough challenges and you don't get, get things done. Uh, if it's only edgy, people uh, will either, either get stressed or, uh, uh, or opt out, like I'm here, but I'm not here. And if you're yeah. not willing to, to look at new grooves, like change your uh, pattern of what we just said, um, 
the financial restructuring or or finance or uh, leadership and and create new decision making units. Well, why not let that team do decisions? And if they are doing well, support them and see, hey, another team can learn from that. So that's building new groups. What we say, new rituals and a new language to celebrate success. Those three items are then for a company. And there are a couple of companies who are there now. And really what we say, if you really put focus on, on uh, developing your, uh, well, the, create a developmental structure. And it's, it's uh, specifically for scale-ups. It's very interesting because mm. uh, if you want to go from 50 to 100 or 200 people or whatever, you have to, and, and normally then you put in more control systems or more, and that's not what, what, the, what it will, what, what will grow you. Uh, because then you're, you're yeah, we've been out with so many people, so we have to align this, or we have to align, why? If uh, you then create new teams with responsibility and great direction, that's also a key thing. So yeah. for scale-ups, it's very interesting, because they need to scale up and, and learn from things they did. Startups is a little different, um, and it's, it's good for companies who are really stuck really stuck like we really have to change our way of working so in the finance industry and in a lot of lot of industries they are stuck with the current systems and people are not motivated anymore and they are working mm -hmm. there on on half their half their uh, capabilities so yeah. a lot of companies now specifically also with the corona they see well with the old way of working we d we can't succeed anymore so a lot of people are not willing to go back to work for full weeks. So that says a lot about the culture. Huh? Um, yeah, absolutely. So they, they really understand like, okay, this is something we can't do only as managers. We need our people. And some of them, uh, uh, we say, well, we don't need those people. Uh, we do it with less. Well, I, I wish them a lot of success, but that will not, that will not, uh, 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 be future proof. You really yeah. have to, have to have the willingness and openness to develop on all levels yeah yeah and that's something that i've noticed as well a lot of people uh, I, I as notice a person it on yourself huh? yeah yeah everybody feels like okay this is a different situation now i have to be aware of what i say to whom and when and what i touch and so the awareness level is there and and what did I do all those years in that company, going back and forth in the uh, with the car and uh, being at the office yeah. from nine to five? But don't be uh, have, and and I, what we call it, everybody has a sort of second job in those companies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the really, commute. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. so. Yeah, so it so will change, and I think I think this also helps. Like people mm. say, hey, I really have to th rethink. Yeah, I was loyal, but now they still they still uh, put me out of uh, out of a job. So I really have to take care a little bit of, of myself. And you yeah. see that companies who really don't take care about their people, they will get a tough time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, w one of the things that you you notice on the road as well when you go r right now, uh, when this whole kind of crisis started, you saw that a lot of people uh, went to uh, working remotely very quickly. Where I was like, okay, right. that's pretty cool, to, cool to see. Uh, but now you also see like they're going back into their old patterns. Like, okay, we're going to the office again, and then uh, we're going to to work there. But on the other hand, there's also a lot of companies that are already already stimulating it to say like okay you don't need to be in the office yeah every those day if those, you don't want to. those 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 no those companies learn like hey this is what we 
learned it was by accident it was not by design but still we learned it so let's change it why should you come to the office every day well why can't we do it differently so there are a lot of a lot of organizations as well who look at Mm. at what it can this can bring them and the other companies who really don't do that well I, i think they have a tough time yeah, yeah, f- for sure. I think they will have a, have a tough time getting new talent, especially getting new. Yeah, people the, the in. younger people's won't. The younger people won't won't cope with that any longer. They no, look at hey, no. why, 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 and only for a car or for for payment for my house. Why? It yeah, has to be yeah. meaningful. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And relevant uh, so, for me. Yeah. Yeah, so so I have one more question uh, before we wrap up, um, and that's the question I always ask at the end. So you you've done a lot of things, you've done a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things uh, in in schools and uh, in all kinds of uh, kinds of things. But uh, if I uh, had to kind of ask you, what what are you kind of most proud of since you you started this these kind of challenges that you had over the over the last few years? What what are some of the things that you uh, that fill you with pride? Yeah, um, well, that by really looking different uh, to to problems or to situations, by looking different, do it in an innovative way with the human touch, you can reach a lot of uh, you can reach a lot of goals. Whether that was with innovation within KLM or it was like uh, building up the schools. So the most proud, I'm, I'm the most proud of of seeing the students now getting out of those types of schools and being being strong people right? like mm. okay i know what's i i don't i don't care but i know what who i am and i know what my challenges are and i know what i want so that's what i'm most proud of but there was also great great experience built within even big companies that i could do that and i had a lot mm. of uh stimulus because i was a, a woman in a man's world in the klm cargo but i i had i had really a visionary leader who really gave me a lot of leeway and room to experiment so i was i was i was sensing how it was to be in high performance teams where it really mattered who you are and what you did um so i'm proud that that i was able to 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 feel and sense that there's Experience that, and I'm even more proud to give those examples to others and give a lot of possibilities. What I call building new laboratories where we can uh, redesign happiness, redesign success, redesign growth or degrowth. Uh, so look at it differently. So by looking differently, you can act differently as a person, and you can then do different things. So yeah. that's what I'm most proud of. Very, very nice to to hear, and I think it's the the, the correct way to to end off this podcast. Um, where can people find you on the internet? What's the easiest way? Yeah, it's uh, Fuenta www.fuenta.com, and and on LinkedIn, I think my my profile on the on LinkedIn. And I uh, I'd like notes. to start. I'm, 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 yes, that's nice. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, of course, uh, that uh, that was it. Uh, Ingrid, thanks a lot for for being my guest, uh, and uh, I hope uh, we can keep in touch in the future. We'll uh, we'll uh, see where the, where the ship takes us. Great, and thanks because it's it's very value, valuable and meaningful if you keep on doing those nice uh, podcasts and spread new thank you uh, ideas to people. Thank you. I will. I okay. Will. Okay. Uh,
thanks mm-hmm. a lot uh, and uh, for the listeners thanks uh, for uh, for listening of course to this podcast and you fi- can find the bits first byte podcast on uh, bitsvsbytes.com and uh, on all major podcasting platforms and uh, of course uh, until next time